Hi, and welcome to the Fearlessly Kind podcast, all about creating a kinder girl world. My name is Kate Whitfield, and I am the founder and CEO of Fearlessly Girl, speaker, author, and girls empowerment expert. Each week, join me and our incredible Fearlessly Kind facilitators as we share our tips and strategies to raise and educate strong, empowered young women and lead by example as we inspire a generation of girls to be kinder to themselves and each other. Hello, hello, my fearless family. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited to be back. This is the very first episode of 2023. Uh, even though I recorded this interview that you are about to hear with the one and only Lindsay Petlack at the end of last year. Um, You know, it just took a little bit of time to get the ball rolling again on this podcast, but I'm so excited to say we have some incredible interviews coming up, some great solo episodes, so you can look forward to this podcast coming back every Thursday from here on out and I'm really, really excited to be back. But before we dive into this incredible interview with Lindsay that is just full of so much incredible value, um, I just wanted to give you a little update on what is going on with Fearlessly Girl and Fearlessly Kind for 2023. And the thing that I am the most excited about is our Fearlessly Kind certification has gotten a total glow up. So... Fearlessly Kind 3.0 is launching in February. It is filled with even more value than all the other iterations of it. It's filled with so much value, so many new trainings, so many new videos, um, templates, like you name it. The bonuses are crazy for this new launch. And I've also introduced new payment plan options as well. So there's the pay in full options. There's also a six month payment option and a 12 month payment option. So if you are ready to make your girls empowerment dreams come true this year and get certified, um, you can get started for $200 a month, which is the most inexpensive it's ever been to get into the program. Um, plus the value has just 10 X this year. We've got monthly workshops. There's monthly office hours for, um, you to book one-on-one time with me so we can connect and I can help you kind of like get my eyes on your business and help you launch and grow and plan events. And it's just, um, it's so much fun and I'm so excited. So if you're interested, go to fearlesslykind.com. And if you haven't already joined the free five day boot camp to kind of help you get your idea off the ground to help you see if this really is a good fit for you, it's a totally free boot camp and it's so much fun in there. Again, so much value, so many great bonuses. So go check that out if you're interested. And um, without further ado, I don't want to make you wait any longer for this incredible interview with Lindsay. She is an award-winning educator and national speaker. She is also the United States of America's Miss Illinois and one of Fearlessly Kind's newest facilitators. So enjoy my conversation with Lindsay. And if you want any more information on Lindsay, her incredible work, or if you want to find out about any of her upcoming events that we actually just talked about today in our office hours chat, totally blown away by what she's working on and what she's doing. If you want any more information on that, all of her links to contact her, to follow her, to find out more are in the show notes. So enjoy. 
Okay, so welcome to the Fearlessly Kind podcast. I'm here with Lindsay Petlack. Lindsay is one of our newest Fearlessly Kind facilitators. Um, Lindsay, would you tell everyone a little bit about who you are and what you do? Sure. Hey, everybody. I'm Lindsay Petlack, and um, I was just this weekend crowned the new USOA Ms. Illinois. So I am still recovering from all of that excitement and couldn't be happier for this to be my first official task as Ms. Illinois because I'm so passionate about girls empowerment and mentorship, and I'm just grateful for your time. Um, I was a teacher for 15 years, and then since leaving the classroom, I've worked with educational companies across the world, which is really great because I feel like I get to have a bigger impact and more perspective. And um, so this is just really an extension of that work and also a reflection of, you know, I think what I wish I had and or that I have needed or that past and, and even present mentors have helped me with. And now it's time for me to take that torch and carry it forward and do this work in my own way. That is so fantastic. And congratulations. I was so happy for you when I found out. And I think you're also forgetting all the other awards you won too. It was like a whole, <laughs> you won everything on the table. So <laughs> it was, um, there are specialty awards and I was just shocked and thrilled that I also won congenial Miss Congeniality, um, uh, an award called People's Choice, which fans vote on. And the great aspect of that is that any money collected during the voting goes to our charity of choice, which is Best Buddies International, a really fantastic organization. I also won photogenic and um, social media, as well as positive um, spirit of pageantry. So really, you know, representing why we should be here and how we treat each other and what we carry forth out into the world. Wow. So yeah, you won everything. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. I'd love to know, like, how did you go from being a teacher to then getting into pageants? Like, did you do this as a kid or is this like a more recent development for you? This is brand new. This, oh. <laughs> um, this is my first official state level pageant. And I never thought I would be doing this ever, let alone at age 41 in the Ms. Division as a single mm -hmm. mom. Um, but about a year ago, it just seemed like pageants kept popping up. You know how the universe does I that. Do. And I do. there were a few people that were placed into my life that really um, kind of broke what I had considered stereotypes or a typical mold of <clears throat> maybe in the past and growing up what I had seen, you know, pageants represent. They were these incredibly strong, diverse, powerful women and even mm -hmm. girls in my area that were doing this amazing work out in the community. It really inspired me and challenged me to take a look at what this type of a competition, what the sport has to offer today. And there are, um, you know, multiple pageant organizations out there. And when I found United States of America's pageant and read what their mission is, which is to empower women, mm -hmm. um, inspire others and uplift everyone and continue to learn more about what that really means to them and how they uphold that and everything that they do. It just spoke to all of my core values mm -hmm. and where I was um, at that point in my life, having overcome some recent life challenges. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to do this. And if nothing else, I thought it would be fun. It would be challenging. It is a way to really hold yourself accountable very publicly. Um, and not only is there a lot of discipline needed to physically prepare to just be your best self, whatever that is. Um, this is an extremely body positive organization, which 
I love. I love that too. Um, but there's so much mental work. Um, this the the mental aspect of preparing and really finding out who you are, what you represent, wow. what you want to do, who you want to impact, and then telling that story. That's really difficult. And mm -hmm. so that appealed to me. And this has been one of the best, most rewarding, um, transformational experiences of my entire life. And I, I, I love sharing about it because now I see that this organization walks the walk. They don't just talk the talk. Everyone is welcome. Every woman feels empowered when they're part of this. And I want that opportunity for as many young women and women as possible. Wow. That's so beautiful. And how, like, how cool that you just, this was something that, you know, like I've seen your beautiful pictures and stuff. And I see you in your crown now, I just would have assumed you would have done this your whole life. And I think it's so cool that you're like, no, I'm just going to give it a go and push yourself and start and put yourself out there. And, you know, it's like, I imagine that's like a very vulnerable thing to do. Yes. <laughs> and um, yeah, that's really incredible. And what a great way to also like inspire girls because they're seeing you going after this dream and not letting anything stop you. So yeah, that's so cool. I'm really, really happy you. for you. And, you know, so like, what has your like confidence journey been, been like, what's it been like for you just seeing like, cause obviously up on stage and you just like radiate this confidence. Has that always been true for you? Or is that something that you've had to kind of d dig deep into kind of exp expanding? Definitely some dig deep. Dig deep. <laughs> um, you know, I think we tend to have confidence in certain areas of our life, depending on what that is or what we feel we're good at or most comfortable at. This is definitely out of my comfort zone, obviously, since I've never done this and knowing I was going up against amazing women that have a lot of experience in this sport. Right. So that was intimidating. And then also just really stepping into like, I knew that I would not be able to first of all, make an impact, let alone do my best on stage or in the competition if I was not my authentic self. So I had to really face all of those self-doubts and the areas that I didn't have confidence in and push past that really hugely thanks to the help of um, my pageant coach, Crystal Cavey. She's a legend. She is amazing. Wow. Um, I'm so grateful to her because she really, I, I say she, she isn't coaching you on how to be in a pageant. She is coaching you to find your true authentic self and get really, really, really embrace it, really embrace it. And to the point where you're able to speak your truth and so that you shine brightly. And so it was a lot of work. It yeah, was that sounds like, <laughs> and then, and then you get to pageant weekend and you're in front of a panel of judges being asked questions and yeah. on a stage, you know, that really sh shakes you to your core and you, you find out, okay, like, Yes, here I am. This is who I am. I I think my proudest part of this experience is that I can honestly say I was my full authentic self all weekend and on the stage. And even if I came away with nothing, I was really proud of myself for that. Um, but yeah. it paid off. I it paid off. Myself was enough, you know, so that that's a great feeling. That's so empowering too, because so often we feel like we have to change who we are to like fit into this box or fit into who we think other people want us to be. And for you to have that, you like you shoot, showed up fully authentically and, you know, walked away with what you walked away with. But like you said, even if you wouldn't have still that experience of just like 
the the confidence to show up authentically, especially in like this day and age with social media and all the pressures, especially that women face. Like, it's just so cool that you had that experience um, to do that. And I, yeah, I'm just, I'm so amazed. I'm amazed by what you've done and, you know, with your work with girls, which I want to kind of get into exploring, you get to now bring that message to them of like, it is enough. Like your authentic self is enough. Even if you have a crown or not, your authentic self is enough. You know, yes. so very, very cool. And so let's actually dive into that. What made sure. you, I know you were an educator, but what made you specifically get into like the girls empowerment space and really kind of wanting to work with the young women in terms of, you know, empowerment? Well, one thing that shocked me in my time as a teacher, and then even now working with schools and districts around the country is that there's still this pattern. And in some ways we know from statistics, if if you're in this zone at all, that girls are under more pressure than ever social media, which I can't even imagine being a tween or a teen or a young woman, um, with, with that as a factor. And, um, they're still filled with such self-doubt. Like I remember seeing some of my smartest, most capable, amazing, well-rounded girls that still had this very fixed mindset that always bothered me as an educator. And then now I'm at a point where some of my former students that I had in second grade, are now young women in college or grad school. Do the math, right? I've lived a lot of life. But it's it's really the most incredible full circle experience for me because there are some of these amazing young young women that I still have relationships with. Mm -hmm. And so now we obviously have different types of mentor conversations. And I mean, these young women are unbelievable doing things I always knew they'd be able to do as a teacher and more but they still have these same issues and struggles and challenges many of which I faced growing up um they have all of those plus additional stressors and it just it was a problem I was like whoa what is going on Mm -hmm. um for me and myself I've always been a high achiever so on paper and in public you know it's, it's, I look great and it's very, it's a very shiny resume, I guess, but still with a lot of that self-doubt underneath. Um, and just thinking, you know, there have been women all the way back to when I was in kindergarten, right up until cheering me on, you know, this weekend, Mm -hmm. um, different women that have come into my life, because even if you have the best family in the world, there's something to be said about having an external mentor. Absolutely. Um, I think that's missed a lot. Yeah. Um, and, and why a lot of girls maybe don't get hooked up with like a mentor program, but everyone, everyone needs a mentor, right? Truly. Um, <laughs> you know, and so you can prepare as best you can. You can win every award. You can be right. super successful, but life is going to throw things your way. And Um, As I became an adult and went through some of my own struggles and had to find strength that like I didn't know I had and needed to tap into mentors that weren't people maybe that I was typically surrounded with or Mm -hmm. um, to help me with things that, you know, maybe my my own family just didn't have experience with whether career or personal life. I just know that I would not be in the place that I am today if it wasn't for those experiences. And I want to do something about that. Oh, I love that. I love that like full circle journey because you you can really speak to the power of that, of having a mentor, having a coach, having somebody who like fills in the blanks, right? Like we can't put it all on our family to have all the answers and how to best guide and support us. And 
it makes a lot of sense now knowing the power that that's had for you in your life that you're now able to go and work with these younger girls and kind of you know like repay that you know the kindness of yeah. others and and stuff so um when you talk about mentors like do you look for coaches and things like in your own life or just mentors in different areas like how do you find the people who really do help and support you I have been really fortunate that that many of them have just come into my life so um in more in more of my adult space I've had a couple of really great mentors who like me have transitioned out of the classroom and into the corporate right. world which is a huge jump very difficult yeah, to make. Really. Um, and these amazing women, I'm sure because that educator is baked into them, mm -hmm. you know, they, they, um, saw an opportunity to teach me the ways and support me in my career at that point, um, which I'm so grateful for. And then we've developed ongoing relationships to where we've also been each other's almost personal mentors along the way, which has been really amazing. But I've also learned the value of, coaches. Um, like I mentioned, my pageant coach, I've also tapped into life type coaches, yeah. um, depending on what the situation was. And just first of all, realizing that like, it's okay to need that help. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the therapist or a coach or just a peer mentor or yeah. um, a career mentor, whatever it is, you can seek that out. There's something really powerful in that. Um, I would say that's another huge pillar of why I want to do this work is Girls can do everything, or but they shouldn't feel the pressure that they have to, right? And that they have to do it perfect. And that if they make a mistake or have a failure or a struggle, mm -hmm. that they have to hide that away in shame. I know I did for a long time, mm -hmm. like things I was struggling with. Same. I felt like I can't let that show yeah. because, you know, that's a very vulnerable thing to share, whatever. Everybody's struggling with something. Mm -hmm. And I think we have a lot of pressure to put on this fallacy of perfection, um, not from a standpoint of being fake or not genuine, but just, we feel it's expected of us. And that is one of my biggest life lessons. And that's really at the core of, I think this work is okay. How do you crush your girl goals? How do you go out and make an impact on the world? How do you deal with what tools do you need to deal with the challenges that are come, going to come your way? that you cannot possibly avoid or really prepare for yeah. in a way to try to get around it. It's life. It's going to happen. So when that does happen, how do you get back up and not be ashamed of it? Like stand mm -hmm. tall in the strength of what it's taken you to get through being bullied, having parents go through a divorce, yeah. you know, whatever it might be. Um, and not be ashamed of that because when we share our personal truths, we help other people in ways that we maybe had no idea that we might be able to do. And it helps you be your own authentic self. Yeah, definitely. And that was one of my favorite parts of the summit program. The school assembly program was just seeing like when, you know, cause it, it would really build up to a place of where like the girls felt so safe being very vulnerable and just seeing like that, if nothing else had the biggest impact on the girls was just like, allowing other girls to see them in their imperfection and to see them in their most vulnerable kind of place and to be loved and supported by by their peers when they show up and and are authentic and vulnerable and it was always like I just have goosebumps even thinking about it because those were like really powerful moments you know for yes. for the girls and just to witness that and to be like 
to realize we don't have to be perfect. Like there really is that message we get as young women from such a young age. And it's not as, you know, overt as somebody coming up to you saying you have to be perfect, but we pick the message up from everywhere. And we're, we kind of clue in, we're like, okay, we have to be perfect. We can't mess up. We can't make mistakes. We can't do anything wrong. And like the anxiety that that builds is intense, right? (laughs) And it's like, it's impossible to kind of navigate girl world or the world in general when you're just like terrified to make a mistake and so I think it's really cool that you're using your platform to be like look I got here by being authentic by being imperfect by messing up and I'm still okay and you'll be okay too right and (laughs) And you're not alone yeah powerful if we never share what we're going through it creates a sense of self-isolation almost totally Totally. and that's that's not a good space to be in like even just recently sharing openly throughout this process about struggling through infertility and um you know I was just shocked because I feel like I've been fairly open about that Mm -hmm. with people I come in contact with in my daily life I'm a mother through the miracle of adoption so I'm I'm very proud about that and I've I've helped guide others through it but it just blew me away how many people opened up that I had no Mm -hmm. idea had also struggled through infertility former students that are now young um people I've worked with that I didn't realize this about and it was like look at this little mini community that was just post of just sharing this tidbit about my life that Again, unnecessarily, a lot of women feel ashamed if they're alone, if they're struggling with fertility issues, and we shouldn't feel that way. So it just continues to be reinforced in my life that like, obviously, you don't want to share things if you're really uncomfortable with something, but you can get to a point where it's like, hey, this is what I'm dealing with or have dealt with. And I just think you're never alone and you will be shocked with how many other people respond. And it becomes a way for you to bond and be stronger. No, it does. You can be stronger together. And it is like that permission slip. Like you are a permission slip for other people to then (laughs) also claim their experience and to own it and to realize there is no shame in it. And that there is a community um, of people who are going through or have gone through or will go through whatever that thing is that we feel so alone in and just talking about it. And it takes it like out of the shadows into the light. And then, you know, it's, it's hard for shame to exist in, in, in the community and in a light, in a, you know, a light room, right. Where you can kind of see that everyone's going through something. And, and that's the thing with like working with girls is it's wild to just, you see a room full of these, you know, beautiful faces. And like, when you really dive into it and go through the program and you see like, oh my gosh, like the, the struggles these, these girls are going through, like they may look happy and smiling on the outside, but inside they are dealing with like crippling anxiety or like terrible self-esteem or like all these things. And you just want to like hug them and take it all away from them. But I think the more powerful job that we have as, you know, mentors for these young girls is to empower them with the tools that they need to really navigate through it and hopefully do it in a a shorter amount of time if they can learn from (laughs) us, right? (laughs) Yeah, I think there's something with the feeling of and, and the empowering mindset of like, you know what, if I can turn my pain whatever that has been for you, a person personally, mm-hmm. you know, if I can turn my pain into purpose and right. it can help someone else or, you know, sooner or more or with resources or with a network that they can tap into, there's something once you've gone through life and you're able to take on that mentor role that there's something very gratifying about that, that, that gives like purpose to whatever that pain has been for you. Right. Yeah. Um, so that's, 
just super powerful. I think it's powerful for everyone involved, for the girls, for peer mentors, for exactly. adults yeah. leading it. And um, I just, I get so excited being able to do the, that work and looking ahead to doing more work in this space through your programs. So thank you for creating something like this to help guide us. I mean, even with my teaching background, I'm like, I know that I'm not an expert in this. And so to find you as an inspiration and see what you've done, I just remember being blown away. Um, and then the more I read and the more I learned and watched, <laughs> and um, I just knew that this, I had to be part of this mm -hmm. and that you would be there to guide me and that I could combine my own experiences and my professional and personal, you know, history with your tools and resources and guidance to be able to go out and make this happen. Whereas I think a lot of, I think we have a lot of women that would love to do this work, mm -hmm. but they like, don't know how to start or exactly, especially if you don't have an education background or background working with youth, that's their youth are intimidating. Right? So scary little people. <laughs> right? so this is just such a great way to empower more people to step into this zone because yeah. they feel like they have the capability to do it. They mm -hmm. have the tools to do this. Yeah. And thank you for saying that. That really was at the heart and soul of why I created this program, because I would see so many women who were so passionate about this space and so excited to get into it and that it had so much to offer, like whether they even knew that or believed that about themselves or not. Right. Like, cause we have, we're so good at the limiting beliefs of just like, you know, the, the self-sabotage of all this and talking yes. ourselves out of it and the imposter syndrome and all of that stuff that, you know, I work with the teen girls with, but it doesn't just go away when you, you know, turn 20, right? Like it's still very much there. And I just thought like so many stories were going untold. So many connections were going, you know, unconnected for lack of a better way to <laughs> sure. explain that. But like, there was just, I wanted to provide a framework for people to like exactly what you said, take your life experience your stories all of that and like combine it with this program that works and go out there and impact girls in your own magical special way because I've seen such a huge need you know every year I see more of a need for this work and like I can't keep up with it all of our no. facilitators can't keep like there's so you know people are like oh is it a saturated space or you know who am I to you know what can I offer and I'm like that no like we need you if you have a calling for this and a passion for this to empower girls and connect lean into that. And I wanted to create a program that made that leaning in a much easier process yes. than the intimidation of like starting from zero. Like, where do you go? Like, that's a really. <laughs> right. How do you, how do you even start? I mean, and that is how do just you even start. And that's a big barrier to entry, right? Huge barrier. To that out. I so... think also like one thing that I really took away from, from you and the resources is what I'm sure a lot of women feel, which is like, well, how I'm still working on this, right? Yeah. Are we ever going to be done working on this personally? And I think that's often a barrier too. like, well, how can I go in and guide these young ladies if I'm still figuring out things? And it's right. like, that's okay. That's actually really that's, powerful to share with them. It really <laughs> is. It is. Cause then all of a sudden it's not like there's not a million steps between them and the audience and you on stage. They see that right. it's just like, it's just a leap or two. And that's what I tell everyone as well. You don't have to be 10 steps ahead. You have to be one or two steps ahead. And then you can turn back and teach. Like, this is what got me here. This is what I had to overcome. And I actually think that's a lot more realistic for people as well to, you know, connect with an audience when you're not, 
um, you know, like can you imagine Tony Robbins going into a high school, like <laughs> the leaps and bounds he is ahead of everyone, of everyone yes. that age, especially, um, the kids would just like their nervous systems would be blown up. Right. Like, right. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, style down, like, you know, oh my gosh, <laughs> what's happening. So I think, you know, just even being a few steps ahead and to be like, I'm still on this journey with you. Like we're working, we're walking this journey together. I have figured this thing out though. And here's what I want to teach you. I want to save you 10 years of what I struggled with and, you know, kind of empower you to hear the tools that helped me. And so I think when we can build up the toolboxes of these girls with, you know, the, the, the skills, the mindset, the belief system that can really be transformative. Like it's just to think we have to struggle so much longer than necessary makes me sad, you know, cause there are mentors, there are people like you and our other facilitators and other women in the space who are just so, so powerful at showing up authentically and, and, and inspiring the girls too, to be like, it's okay to be who you are and to like, it's one thing to say that to, to a, to a girl, but to like show right. up and like you, you embody that, you know, and that's so powerful to embody that message. And, you know, to, to say like, I started this new thing at this point in my life and it turned out great. Like, what can you do now at this point in your life? And right. I love that. And what I'd love to know is like, what, you know, the future of girls empowerment for you, like, what are you excited to dive into? What kind of programming? Like you have, I'm sure you have big plans. So I would love to hear. <laughs> I have big plans. Some are in the works and I know we've talked to the two of us, like sometimes it, it takes a while to build as well. Yeah. So I've already started working with um, a couple of Illinois organizations, um, one that specializes in helping victims of domestic violence and human trafficking, and another one that helps youth in a variety of ways. So I've been building a foundation there, A, because I'm passionate about those causes and organizations, but also mm -hmm. B, because I want to get deeper into my work with the girls that yeah. are part of those organizations. But um, that takes time, especially yeah. when you're dealing with youth that may have trauma. And so I've been, I've been building that foundation in hopes of bringing, um, fearlessly kind programming yeah. to them. So that's, that's yeah. the next step I'm very excited about. Also teaming up with like being brand new to this world of pageantry. It's opened my eyes. I've had the opportunity to, um, judge and MC a couple of pageants here in my local area for younger girls Amazing. all the way through, um, all the way through like the miss category, which would be young twenties usually. Okay. And that's been really eye-opening to me as like this pageantry is a space where I think this type of programming could really, really find a home. And so that's a big goal for me is to work that's with wonderful. These. many of these young lady ladies are so incredible, extremely well-rounded, super high achievers. And I know they could still use this work, right? They, it, well, no doubt. Yeah. You know, and to help them maybe show up even in their pageant pursuit um, as their most, most authentic self. And then also just working in schools. I'm really excited to get back into schools and other community organizations, um, not from a teacher perspective, but hosting workshops, mm -hmm. hosting summits. Um, so those are my next big visions I of love it. This. <laughs> and partnering with, um, I have teacher friends all across the country that are well known, um, for speaking at conferences mm -hmm. and, um, products that they make and sell. Now I've been making pageant friends all across the country. Oh, and so so cool. I really am right now ideating on ways to activate those two networks of incredible women that I've been blessed with. 
um, as a way to get the fearlessly kind message and mission yeah. and program spread as far as possible. I think that's so cool. I mean, I just love what like a generous heart you have wanting to give back and just like connect people. I mean, that was one of the things like when we first spoke was just like, I could just tell your passion and, you know, like, this is not like, this is, this is part of authentically who you are, like just spreading this and connecting. And I, I think girl world is just so lucky to have you out here spreading your message and showing up the way you do and, and walking the talk, right? Like you're not just talking about it. You're doing it. You're doing the hard work and, um, you know, what, a, what a gift I think you are to girl world. So I'm so happy we connected and, um, yeah. And I, and I just would love to know because you've done the thing, like you've done the thing that so many people are on the fence about doing. So I know a lot of our listeners are interested in getting into the girls empowerment space. So like, what would your advice be to them if they're listening right now? And they're like, Oh, that sounds so cool. That sounds amazing. But, and they have like those limiting beliefs. What would you say having done it? <laughs> I would say I've been there. Yes. You know, I went back and forth and back and forth and yes. asked them questions and you were so gracious to help me with all of it. I would say, get out of your own way, do mm -hmm. it, get out of your own way and do it. You're not going to regret it. Even the resources helped me like, just personally <laughs> and thinking I need to apply this to myself a little bit more, you yeah. know, this is helpful to me, but what you're going to see once you dive in is, oh my gosh. I literally have everything that I need. All mm. I have to do is just do it. Like take my steps at whatever pace works for you. You are here to help us the whole way. Yeah. People get out of your own way. Get like, out of stop, your own way. Stop having imposter syndrome. I, I understand because I had it too. Mm -hmm. Don't let anything be a barrier to this because you've really done the work to break all of those barriers down and all they need to do is take the baton and run with this baton, yeah and even though I'm just starting with this I will tell you that like the rewards of seeing what this work can do even even in its smallest implementation right mm -hmm. you might not go from joining the program to full summit right that's okay right. but even in the smallest application of this out in working with the girls mm -hmm. is you will never doubt again. You will never look back or think, I don't know if I should have done this because the impact is immediate. It is noticeable and it is important. It's imperative. So if this is even a thought in your mind, that should be your sign that you're called to do this. That's it. We need you. That's it. That's it. I mean, I think if that seed is planted in you and it's something that you think about, that's when I know I have to act on something as if I keep thinking about it. And, you know, and I try to shoot it down, right? Like all my ideas are from like, let's just, let's try to, let's try to kill this thing. Like, let's shoot it down. And if I can't do it and it's still there and I'm still thinking about it and then I'm like, all right, okay, there's something to it. And then I do it and I'm like, what took me so long? I know. I'm always like, okay, it? universe, I hear you. I, I hear see you. you. This keeps coming. I get it. You told me so. <laughs> I know, I know. It's so funny. We're so funny. I think humans are, we're fascinating, right? Like we, we get in our own way. We make things more complicated than they need to be. We doubt ourselves. And it's just like, if we all kind of knew just how great we truly were and how much we had to offer. And we don't often give ourselves enough credit for, for our journeys, I think, right? Like we're kind of like, well, what, what can I possibly share? And then I get talking to somebody and then I'm like, what do you mean? What do you have to share? <laughs> 
heartbreak. <laughs> I'm in tears listening to your story. Like I'm inspired to go take action and you're wondering what do I have to offer? And I love, you know, a big part of the fearlessly kind community is women supporting other women and cheering each other on and being like, you go yes. girl, like you got this, you can do this. And I, I, I think, you know, whether we're in girls empowerment or not, just people out existing in the world to be able to be that permission slip for people, to be cheerleaders for people, to let people know that it's okay to show up and be vulnerable and be imperfect and to just like share their magic with the world, to be that kind of person in your day-to-day -day life, I think is just, whether you do this for a living or a side hustle or a hobby. I mean, it is, that right. is we need that. We need more of those people. Yes. <laughs> yes. And um, yeah. So anyway, I'm, I'm mindful of, you know, your time here as well, but I did want to know what you thought about your, you know, being an educator, working with girls, working with companies as somebody who is in a position to empower teenagers for other people who are listening in that same boat, like, what would you say to them? Like, how, how do you feel like, you know, people can best empower the girls in their lives and elevate them and inspire them? Like, what would, what would you say? I think one of the simplest things that every single person can do is a little bit what we spoke about earlier about share your struggles. I'm a mom um, to a boy, not a girl, but even one thing I've learned with him is, especially as parents, I think, um, or relatives often, it's really hard to show maybe what we've struggled through or our shortcomings, what we might consider a shortcoming. That's actually super powerful yeah. for the kiddos in your life mm -hmm. um, or as an educator or what, whatever it might be. Um, and so I think that's one of the best things we can do is to break down our own needs to try to be and seem as perfect as we possibly yeah. can. Yeah. That's yeah. leading by example to mm -hmm. be like, hey, I make mistakes. I'm your mom. I make mistakes. Yeah. You know, I, th I think that that's a really good first step. And I think also just making sure that our young girls are inundated with all various forms of media that are constantly chipping away mm -hmm. at how they see themselves, toxic beauty advice, um, mm -hmm. bullying. Now, not only is it in person, but they're cyberbullying. Yay. No. Right. Like another, yeah. another venue. So, um, just making sure that we're always reaffirming the the unique and amazing qualities of those tweens, teens in our lives mm. because they need to hear it. Pulling out elements that maybe, maybe even in times when you see them struggling or they've had a quote unquote failure, mm. compliment them on like the effort it took, yeah, right? Totally. Like this is not just about the end result because that's really the life lesson, right? Mm. Is it's everything that goes into something regardless of the outcome. Right. Like we spoke about. So I think that's really important. And then having very open conversations about, about bullying, about what they're seeing on social media, like going through and doing a detox with them, um, being open about how there's social media accounts I unfollow because they don't make me feel good about myself. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's ones that I have added because I'm like, this is the type of messaging. This is the type of positive self-image body positivity, yeah. girl power, whatever it might be, whether it's an organization or an individual, there yeah. are really great role models out there as well, but it's our responsibility to intervene and help guide mm -hmm. those young ladies in our lives towards what's going to build them up, what's going to empower, inspire, and uplift them, and what's going to chip away at them and really bring them down. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's so true. And to realize we do have 
the ability to kind of audit the, 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 the people we follow and the sources of information that we consume. Um, I do the same thing. I go through and I'm like, this person actually does not make me feel great. I'm like bringing mm -hmm. up, it's bringing up X, Y, or Z or like things that, I, you know, like I'm working on, but it's like, you don't need to constantly be reminded of that and to really curate your feed so that they're empowering for you. And they're yeah. people that kind of inspire you to show up authentically. And, you know, cause that's really the heart of it at the end of the day is realizing we're good enough exactly the way we are. And, and the, it's the journey too. You know, I talk about this with the facilitators. It's like the end result is great, right? We're always super excited about the end result, but what about the journey? Like that's 99% of our lifetime, right? It's like, it's that journey through different things and different phases and different seasons and all of that. And to just enjoy the ride a little bit too. And, and to, as the adults in the lives of these girls, the mentors, to praise the the effort and the the journey yes. and whatever the outcome is it's like okay well maybe that didn't work out how you planned but look what you did right mm -hmm. like that's most that's times i've found when i really am invested in the journey and i and i'm in the moment and i'm appreciating it and i'm yeah. trying to really authentically show up regardless of the outcome that's when i do the best i mean i think most <laughs> of us probably right if you're super fixated on i have to win this or i have to get that or whatever it might be, a competition, something in a sport, grades, your career, whatever, whatever it is. I, th I think being fixated, yes, of course you want to have a goal and you want to think of the end in mind and backwards plan and all that. I love that. But I, yeah. I think when you're missing the journey and the process mm -hmm. and the growth and the experiences, yeah, I, I don't think you do your best because no. you're in the moment and you're not focused on really like the most important elements. Yeah. And you're not just in the flow of it and the joy of it. You know, like I, I talked to so many people about like, just prioritizing their joy, like what make, what lights you up, right? Like if other people think it's weird or not, like what lights you up, like what makes you really feel alive and vibrant and, and to kind of like find more moments of that in the journey as well, you know, and not just like have so much of how we feel about ourselves, um, dependent on, a certain specific thing happening because it might right. right but like your journey with this pageant this weekend like you'd have just been happy to show up authentically and yes. you know do it and to have that sense of pride but it just so happened that you're in the flow of it all and you <laughs> ended up walking away with everything so <laughs> which is so cool and what a great role model you are to girls and I was just so thrilled from like the beginning of connecting with you to have you be a part of this and you know just your passion is really infectious and inspiring and you know the work that you're doing is so important so I'm so thrilled to have you in the the fearless family I'm um, so grateful I'm oh, grateful I I love that and um I know everyone listening is going to know want to know where to find you online so where can people go and follow you and keep up with all the amazing work you're doing well, I'm really going to be highlighting everything I'm doing um, through my new official Ms. Illinois accounts. Um, so you can find me at USOA Ms. MS Illinois. Um, no period for the abbrevi abbreviation of the S, but yes. Okay. Well, I will link it all. We'll link, we'll it, link all it all in the show notes because I love following you. I guess now I've got to find a new page because <laughs> you just won this whole new title. <laughs> and I'll also be highlighting things um, on my personal accounts, which would just be at Lindsay Petlack, L-I-N-D-S-E-Y-P-E-T-L-A-K. Um, but I'd love for you to join me on this journey because that's where I'll be featuring everything that I'm doing with my fearlessly kind efforts, as well as just my own 
girl power next phase of my journey, which again, so I've, I've never done this before. So you will get to see me go through some of the struggle in the process and experience just like we've been talking about. I'm, yeah. I'm right there with what a lot of these girls are going through in their own life changes. So follow along. The journey will be fun. And I love hearing from other people. It helps inform what I do and how I do it and the message I can bring to girls, the more perspectives we have and people chiming in through something awesome, like our, our social networking, mm -hmm. um, the more perspectives I can bring to girls that I'm working with. I love that. Okay, perfect. I'm going to link everything in the show notes so people can find you. I'm so excited, Lindsay, to follow along. <laughs> Thank you. For you to have this even bigger platform now to be able to inspire and um, like truly inspire, you know, by by showing girls what's possible if they bet on themselves and they take a risk and they show up authentically. It's so cool. So I can't wait for all the behind the scenes and to see the great work you do. So thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Lindsay. Um, I can't wait to see all the great work you do. It's my pleasure. And thank you so much for having me and for all of your support. Okay, there you have it. I hope you were as inspired listening to that conversation as I was having it. If you want any more information about Lindsay and her incredible work, all the links are in the show notes below. And I will see you next week with a whole new episode. And if you aren't already following along on Instagram at Fearlessly Kind, we are posting tons of great information over there and also inside our free Facebook group. So all of those links are in the show notes below. If you want more information on the certification that is coming up, drop me, slide into my DMs, send me an email. Um, would love to chat with you more about it. And uh, I hope you have a great week and I will see you next week with a whole new episode.